So of the two of us, I do think, even though I like to make coffee a lot, I don't think I would get the mug, you know? I think if one of us had to have the mug that said, my house, my rules, my coffee, it would be you. That's so rude. I don't think it's rude. I think I don't think it's rude because, A, you drink a lot more coffee than me. Yeah, that's that's number one. B, this is technically your house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's our house. It's our house. I just live here. Yeah. Go with the program. Hi, I'm John. And I'm Bethany. And you're playing two dots while we're trying to record. Wow, just roast me, why don't you? Listen, I'm just, I'm just saying. My table, my kitchen, my rules. <laughs> my kitchen. That's, that's my, it's your house, but it's my kitchen. Yeah, I knew you'd fight me over that one. <laughs> Listen, it's appropriate that we're trying to divide up our house into possessions and into things that we would like to have in the future because the movie that we watched oh we didn't even say the name of the show yet it's home viewing it's a show where we watch movies in in order alphabetical order typically except for this time when we fucked up so because my movie selection process for this is so shelf-based in that it's not cloud-based no it's not cloud-based it's shelf-based so if there's a movie that I have forgotten to reshelve in the period when we're supposed to be watching said movie, then I might miss it. Yep, all your fault. No, I will say, because of the slow rate at which we've been producing episodes, it's possible that we didn't have Knives Out when we were in the case. Mm. But it's entirely unlikely. No, we've had it for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the movie we're talking about today, by the way. Knives Out. Because I realized Sorta did a Knives Out episode, and we... Oh, no. ...were severe... And I was like, wait, shouldn't we have done a Knives Out episode right now? We're in the ends. How did we miss... Oh, we missed that. We missed that real bad. I'm also realizing that, like, the format is not prioritizing our digital collection, because I was about to be like, this is probably the first Ryan Johnson movie we're covering, too. Well, then it's not shelf-based, then, is it? It should be... It's in the cloud. It, it, it should be cloud-based. Well, because... Cl- the cloud and shelf don't align. <laughs> they don't align. So Put if we were like going by, so I know the original intent of the show was to do all the movies we have on Blu-ray and DVD. That was like the original intent of the show. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of wishing that we had expanded it to the cloud, because then this wouldn't be the first Ryan Johnson movie we'd be covering, because we'd be getting to talk about Looper, a movie I love. I mean, I'm kind of wishing that I had a laser disc. I'm kind of wishing that we had Brick on Blu-ray too, because that's a great friggin' movie. Now you're just on a. Ryan Johnson kick? Yes. No, I, the other one. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah. I mean, he's in both Looper and Brick, yes. Yes. And you know what? Wait, Ryan Johnson did Brick? Yes, that was his movie. And his a Star Wars? And a Star Wars. Wow. And this. And Looper. He likes to be all over the place. Ryan Johnson, good director, is what I have to say about that. Really, such great choices made. That's the Good episode. writer, good writer, good Ryan director. Johnson, good director. <laughs> This is, you see, I'm kind of glad it came like this, though, because we got to cover Logan Lucky first, and you cannot understand this movie fully. Sorry, what what movie? Sorry, the best film of 2017, Logan Lucky. I don't know if I've heard 
part of it. Yeah, well, we got to cover it first. And because and it's important because in the evolution of Daniel Craig as comedy actor, well, which this is arguably a dramedy, but Daniel Craig as comedy dramedy. actor, southern comedy actor specifically, what it, it is, Logan Lucky is integral to that journey, which is why in the trailers he was billed as introducing Daniel Craig. Introducing? Introducing Daniel Craig. And introducing Daniel Craig. The point being, this is Daniel Craig as you've never seen him before, essentially. Because when you see Daniel Craig, you think serious movies or action movies, etc. That's et cetera, still et wild. Because I don't know of any other movies where it's like introducing blank actor that's already been around for years. Yeah, exactly. The only introducing I can think of is from uh, from some like old Disney animated movies when they've like, and we got this child star! <laughs> like, I feel like... Ali Cravalho, how, which I believe, Ooh. Moana. I feel like uh, she might okay. have gotten an introducing credit uh, at some point. I don't know. I don't know. I know that in the uh, VHS trailers for Hunchback of Notre oh Dame 2, at least one of them was billed as introducing. Well, I think that was just a buzzword on VHS. It'd be like, introducing the latest in child yeah. movies. <laughs> I miss the VHS. <laughs> I, I kind of do, too. Ads, honestly. Yeah. DVD ads and Blu-ray ads don't hit the same. No. They just don't. Especially this, the particular, like, Disney, like, 90s and 2000s graphic for coming soon <laughs> to a theater I can hear the... Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> this, is, this is actually good because we're talking a lot about, like, the uh, importance of objects... And this is kind of a movie about the importance of objects and the importance that certain objects hold, in a way. This is, or at least the core of the mystery is around, like, it wouldn't be as much of a mystery as it is if the house wasn't littered with these specific kinds of objects that provide these kind of leads, you know? Mm. Well, I just, it's a very physical movie. Every, all the action is grounded very physically. Yeah. Because it's a murder, probably. Well, or is it? Or is it? Is it a murder? Is it a suicide? Is it? Is it an accidental manslaughter? Is it a medical poisoning? It's a murder. It's a murder. Well, no, it's a suicide. Actually, it is a suicide. But there's also a murder. But he also. But it's a. It's a it's murder a, suicide. It's. It is a murder. Well, no. <laughs> not. Not the traditional way we think there. of those things. <laughs> it's a. It's a suicide because of a murder. It's a suicide because of an attempted murder. Ah. Yes. So they wouldn't be able to put him away because he didn't actually... Well, I feel like you could at least hold him responsible in civil court. Yeah, but okay. But I like that they stopped where they did on it because it's like they're rich people. Of course they're going to weasel sort of out of this. I would argue that you could probably still hold Marta responsible in civil court for the... Yeah. uh, The more I I watch this... Yeah, I'm like, oh. But he also did ignore her medical advice to call an ambulance. Okay, you've seen (laughs) Knives Out, right? You've seen Knives Out. If you haven't seen Knives Out, pause I, this. I'm Go not. Watch it. I'm not going to rehash the plot for you no. right now because you could just Google it. Y- you can, you're not going to watch don't it. Don't Google it. Don't Google what? it. Get us get get on Amazon Prime, which I know you probably have. And if you don't, Put John's password in. If you don't, reach out to me and I oh will set gosh. you up. I will set you up with something or get a get a six month free trial. Get a one month free. Get a one week free trial. 
and just watch oh, Knives Out. Oh, it's down to one week? Wow. I don't know. I don't know what the trial situation is anymore. If you've got the .edu, you can do it for six You're months. You're not a very good Amazon rep. I'm not a good Amazon rep, even though they continuously continue to produce some of the favorite shows that I have. Amazon and Apple, neck and neck. Amazon's got the expanse. Netflix is like, coming back it, though, in power. They got I mean, some good stuff just, coming out. You're just for excited fall. for Midnight Mass. Aren't we all? I'm very excited for Midnight Mass. But also Hamish Linklater and Raul Coley on the same screen. And the guy from the guy from Friday Night Lights. Like, but it's come on. also how we get our bake off. It is how we get our bake off. Fall is coming. That fall starts is here. That's gonna start the day that this episode comes out. Ugh. So like go watch I'm Bake excited. Off. This this is a movie that is very kind of like fall aesthetic, you know, in some ways. Well, yeah. I guess it's kind of wintry too. There's snow on the there's, ground. It's there's unclear. No snow? There's snow during the there's during not. the chase scenes and like when she's pulling up in the pulling up at like the the uh, dry cleaner to meet Fran. Like there's snow. There's snow. I don't remember snow. There is snow in like the it's downtown like area. It's like fall though. It's like it's it's fall slash winter. Leaves. Maybe the end of winter. It's either you mean early the end fall of or fall? The end of fall. Okay. Whatever. I it don't is, think you know what seasons. are. I don't are. know what seasons are in place. No, because I live in Georgia. What? We have seasons. We uh, yes, we, have, we do. We have suggestions of seasons. We have su- in Augusta. There's suggestions of seasons. It's like in Atlanta. There's like two suggestions of a season. Maybe it's like it's like if you put like two drops of the uh, flavoring oil into your uh, sparkling water instead of one. The sparkling water comes flavored already. I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes it does. Sometimes no. fine. Soda stream. Whatever. Gross. I don't care. I have I have takes. It's been a while since we've been able to record one of these because of various travel and job and my my body job? being terrible reasons. There, yeah, you've been busy. I've been busy. We've been busy, and I'm tired at, at <laughs> night, and I don't want to record an episode. What? Reed, we're old. We're getting old. We're like Harlan Thrombey. No, we're like Harlan we Thrombey. No. The only pleasure we derive Man, is playing Go. Man, let's talk about that. Christopher Plummer. Ugh. Christopher Plummer, rest in My peace. My dad. So good in like everything he's in. You know? He's Canadian. Oh. Like Carly Rae Jepsen I and he was Ryan Gosling. He is not Austrian. <laughs> he could be. I don't know. I don't know. He's good in like everything that I've seen him in though. As I, as I said, he he was in um that... um. Inside Man. He was an Inside Man. The uh, I don't know the Spike is. Lee bank robber movie with uh oh, with Clive Owen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the bank owner. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, okay. So we talked about him. We talked about Daniel Craig. I mean, obviously Anna Armas, who is no longer dating Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck. She was back. dating Ben. Affleck? You don't remember this? This was the no. start of the cor- of quarantine. You know, they were like going know. on walks together, and the Anna de Armas up Stan Twitter account Anna de Armas update was posted a picture of them going on a walk in L.A. with like they're breaking qu- Ben Ben and uh, Anna breaking quarantine rules, and oh then Anna de Armas blocked Anna de Armas Ooh. updates, and it was Ooh, it was a spicy. Whole thing. Anna, she's about to be in another movie with Dan. Well, I guess technically she already was because it was filmed before the co- quarantine. She's in No Time to Die, which is a movie we need to see in theaters. Which. The new Bond movie. Oh. Yeah, she's in that. Did you know she's from Cuba? I did know she's from Cuba. Do you think I don't know the... Did you know she's been in lots of movies? She has been in a lot of movies. But she I was in don't Bla- remember. She was in Blade Runner seen... 2049. She played the uh, AI, AI assistant yep. that Ryan Gosling was in love with. Joy. 
Yeah. You know, this explains Ex Machina a lot. This explains Ex Machina a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what, ex- what about it explains Ex Machina? Just AI. AI. Listen, ever since we could conceive of AI, men have wanted to fuck it. That's just gross. I mean, you've never played Halo, but Cortana. Everyone wanted to fuck Cortana. Halo, the game where you shoot things? With shoot aliens, yes. Master Chief has an AI in his helmet named Cortana. Um... Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Make that Cordata, Cortado, call it espresso. No, what are you doing? I don't know. It's really late. <laughs> it's 7.30. <laughs> How is 7.30 really Can't late Can't think past now? 6. Okay, should, should we just go through like everybody else? In order There's of more people? appearance. There's the girl from 13 Reasons Why. Yes. She's whose, Australian. Whose name I don't remember. And you know what? She only... Probably she, don't need to know. We're, we're just going to call her Meg because that's her character name. Oh, is that her name? Yes, that's her character's name. Her oh, mom is kid. played by Tony Collette, who is incredible mm-hmm, in this. Mm-hmm. She was incredible scary in Hereditary. Mom. Yes. The scary She's mom from Hereditary. She's not a scary mom. She did, but this was a very fun. I feel like she did like a Daniel Craig big switch here. I mean, I feel like she. No, I like, think she's been in other movies. She where can do she like anything not she scary. wants. Yeah. She. But your first real exposure to her was hereditary. Yeah, hereditary. Mm-hmm. She's like an actress that I've seen in a bunch of movies without having realized that I've seen her in those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like and I then, know. And she's then like famous, hereditary is like her. when I'm like, oh, Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. well, now I need to start paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm very excited for the new Guillermo del Toro movie. That she's in. Boy. With Bradley Cooper. What year is this? It, right? Kate Blanchett, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, and Tony Collette in a Guillermo del Toro movie? Jeez, people It's like just someone don't... looked at my Christmas list or something, like, you know? There's no limit to the budget anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How do they afford these movies? Speaking of Guillermo del Toro players, Michael Shannon, who played the... you You know who Michael Shannon is. One of the dads. Yes, he's the he. Well, Walt. Walt is the character name, and he's the. Uh, How do you know everyone's name? There's so many people. We've been over this before. We've been over this several. I don't remember Tony Collette's character's name because I just see to- see her and I'm like, oh, Tony Collette. <laughs> they don't say each other's names a lot. They do mostly sometimes. like ransom. Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> ransom. Okay, Michael Shannon, who was the agent in The Shape of Water. In that one. He was in that one and he's mm-hmm, in this one. Mm-hmm. He's also in Nine Perfect Strangers right now. A show that I, I don't, don't really feel watch like watching. It. It's a movie. No, it? it's a, no, it's a series. That's different. Yes, it That's is different. That's just nine. Right? Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, but the weird movie that just came or out. Or Nine Complete Strangers. What weird movie that just came out? The one that we kept seeing the trailer for at Terra. It's just like nine some nine days. Oh, nine like days! That. Yes, I very much want to see that one because Benedict Wong and Zazie Beetz are in it, and the Skarsgård boy, Bill Skarsgård. I'm over the Skarsgårds. And Winston Duke. Winston Duke's in it too. I don't know who that is. Umbaku from from Black oh, Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. And uh, and and us. Okay. Well, anyway, the other people in Knives Out are the kid from Stranger Things, Jaden Martell. Yeah. You got more. You got more. Come on. Keep it going. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. That's another. Um, Don Johnson. Yep. Her husband. Whatever he does. She was in Watchmen. 
And also, he's Dakota Johnson's dad. What? And he's also he's Don dad? Johnson. He did a lot of stuff. Wow. He was in the original Miami Vice. The, yeah, the never show. seen that. <laughs> Not that one. Did I mention Lakeith Stanfield already? Yep. As the cop, you got. No, you didn't. <laughs> I think I mentioned Lakeith. But yeah, Stanfield. we know. We know. Yes, we know about, yeah. who Lakeith Stanfield. And finally, perhaps. Oh, Ricky Lindholm, who's been to a bunch of like comedy stuff, um, and f- perhaps not the most imp- most importantly for his role in the movie and also for his place in our hearts. Like second, perhaps to Daniel Craig and Anna Armas, our good friend Captain America himself, Chris Evans, with the sweater, with the sweater, a real though. good sweater, the sweater, the scarf, and the trench coat. What a combo! Is oh. he okay? So he must be one of the other kids. He is Jamie Probably? Lee Curtis's son. son. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis and Don Johnson's son. Don Johnson, who is not independently wealthy and relies on Jamie Lee Curtis's real estate business that she got from getting a million dollar <laughs> loan. A million dollar loan. <laughs> Whatever that and means. And building it from the ground up from her grandfather. Yeah. It's so... This came out... I want to say 2019, but I don't want to be wrong. But I'm pretty sure it was 2019. Let me just... Yeah, because we saw it in a real movie theater. Yeah, we, we saw it in a real movie. 2019. This movie is it's such a response to Trump's election in so many ways. Yeah. Like, it's this is a period... This is, this is the movie that people will assign in, like, post-Trump films. There's... Well, yeah, there's the big... There's the big assigning blame of quote-unquote, like, white liberals who, like, pretend that they, like, are good people, but they're actually just feeding into the bigger problem. Well, I think they, God, and they even, like, did the Hamilton thing to, like, make fun yeah. of, like, how white people, like, cling to him, or, like, look, I saw Hamilton in his original run at the public, like, when it was off-Broadway. Like, the fact that he yeah. says that line, I saw it at the public, and then immigrants, we get the job done, and then complains about the, uh. and the flashback complains about how people don't do it right. They're they're breaking the law, et cetera, et cetera. Gosh. And it's so interesting because it's like, it shows all the fun little flavors of white person, you know? You've got socialist, you've got socialist white person with Meg, you know, who's mm-hmm. like, she's like, I totally understand, but she's still very much reliant on generational wealth. Right. You've got, you've got influencer mommy with Tony Collette. <laughs> you've got generic, probably like girl boss feminist Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. I would say, who is, who is not hesitant to turn on you in the... When, as soon as she sees things threatened, you've got Don Johnson who does winks and nudges. It's like, see, I'm down with it. And then it's like, but actually we need to close the door to people who don't come here legally. And then you've got straight up alt-right in the form of in the form yeah. of Jaden Martell, the, the masturbating Nazi child, as Daniel Craig puts it so eloquently. Wow. You've got, it's like, and, and you've got like Ricky Lindholm who's like trapped, tra- like traditional wife conservative kind of thing going on. She's like she's always wearing the turtlenecks, and she talks about how our way of life is under attack, our culture, Gosh. and it's like, uh. and it's like they all talk about being self-made, and none of them are self-made. Right. They're all so yep. reliant mm-hmm. on their dad's money, their dad yep. Christopher Plummer's money, and like I just, it's just such an indictment of white culture. In the Trump era specifically, especially like the attempts of like, like I think about the recurring joke that's like, 
where where they all say, yeah, Marta, she's from insert Latin American country here, uh, and none of them get it right. Right. And Don Johnson's character even says this two different things at one point. Mm-hmm. He says in the interview, he says from Uruguay, and then when she's talking to her, she says, "Your family's from Paraguay, right?" And it's just having been on the receiving end of comments like that. <laughs> it just ooh. Wow, I, I just, I remember seeing this in the theater, and I remember at the end of it, as we were walking out, a couple of white ladies in front of us, I think one of them said, but we still didn't find out where she was from. And I'm like... Nuh-uh, you just made that I up. I did not make that up. Are you serious? One of them said, I want to know where she was from, though. Oh, which God. is such a thing. I'm still triggered by the white people such that went to see the Churchill thing. movie, and they were like, this is the epitome of cinema, and I was like, no. <laughs> it's like, the Churchill movie was fine. It was fine. It was not the best movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it wasn't even the best movie about the Dunkirk evacuation that no, came out that year. Definitely not. Because Dunkirk came out that year. <laughs> Man, old white people in the movies. And that's the thing with going to Terra is you're going to run into some old white people. Okay, but I like that they're old. Well, I mean, that was the nice thing about the Truffle Hunters is it was, is it was just <gasps> us and like a that's bunch of... That's the best film of 2021. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think technically it came out in 2020, but it had the American care. theatrical run, run in 2021. It's fine. I can't wait until that's like widely available. Cinema was canceled in 2020. I would like to buy for that movie. I would like Me to. Me too. Trump I would Hunters, like to own Trump Hunters. So that we could cover it on but the podcast. it's a documentary, so those are hard to get a hold of. I think, I think if we look into it, we'll eventually be able to pick it up. I was about to say, I have Hard Day's Night, and then I remembered Hard Day's Night is absolutely not a documentary. No. <laughs> sure isn't. Or is it? Or is it, Yeah, though? definitely not the Beatles who had many films that they were contracted to do. Uh, now I'm thinking about that Peter Jackson Beatles documentary that's going to come out. Now I'm thinking about how there is definitely a One Direction movie. Yeah, there was a One Direction <laughs> Concert movie slash documentary. (laughs) Now now we call things documentaries, but like... I mean, they're documentaries slash concert movies. Concert concert films are such such an interesting intersection because I feel like there's an argument to be made where when they intersperse interview footage, it's a documentary. You know? But, 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 like, I wouldn't call Stop Making Sense a documentary. But those interviews know? are set up to be talked about the specific things they want them to talk. Like, it's not, they didn't it's do a bunch PR, of cutting. They're PR yeah, they, yeah. They don't waste their time with, like, a full interview. So, but I would still argue it's not quite a concert film, though, even though there's concerts involved and interspersed in there. Because yeah. when I think of concert film, I think of Stop Making Sense. You know? Yeah. Which is just a, a concert. You just had to get that plug in there. Well, I love Stop Making uh-huh. Sense. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Everyone should watch it. And then they should watch American Utopia. You know, it's not a concert film. What's not a concert film? Knives Out. Knives Out. Knives Out. Okay. This, we've talked a lot about the cast. They're all great. Chris Evans' eat shit section is just <laughs> such, like the will reading, like all the moments leading up to the will reading are just such wonderful comedy. I think about, like, Michael Shannon with the, you want a cookie ransom? You want some cookies? And you can see, you you know that Chris Evans was trying very hard not to break. (laughs) And, like, if you look, you can notice, but it's still, like, a great, great performance. I think about how this is the anti-whodunit, in a way. Yeah. Because we know who... We already know who did it. We know who done it. And and there's that entire section where you think, this because this movie, it... 
it goes so many different turns. You think it's just going to be a whodunit. Because I remember it was marketed as a Ryan Johnson whodunit. That was the entire marketing campaign oh, that's around that's funny. It. Yes. And then you think it's going to be a whodunit. And then you see what happened from the beginning. And then it's just Marta, like, you think it's going to be the anti-whodunit. Because you think it's Marta trying to, very clumsily, I might add, hide all the evidence <laughs> from Daniel Craig. Who is set up to look like this very bumbling figure in this section, I think. I feel like they, he, like, plays up the accent in certain ways to make him seem, like, folksy and, like, un, under-informed. And, like, mm. he's, and, like, he plays up this way that he's, like, blindly trusting Marta, you know? Huh. And then he reveals later on, no, I knew you were involved from the beginning. Because of the blood on your shoe. Like, <laughs> it's... Oh, man. They do zoom in on it, like, before she even goes down there. No, 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 they zoom on it after, at the, the after, the, after the interview. After the oh, really? interview, when she's at home watching TV with her mom, watching Murder, she wrote with with <laughs> Spanish dubbed over it, which is wonderful. <laughs> they zoom in on her on her Converse All Star with a little <laughs> with a little speck of blood next to it. It's, mm, it's it's so elegantly done. The way that the camera moves to like show you exactly what you need to see, and the way I think of the way that like just little things entering the frame that feel like they're going to be insignificant, like all come back in and tie in later. Like, like I think about Don Johnson throwing the signed baseball out into the yard and how that's, like, shuffled around between the German shepherds the entire time. <laughs> and then eventually when Jamie Lee Curtis finds it at the end, it leads her to the note with invisible ink that her dad wrote to tell yeah, her that Don Johnson's yeah. cheating on her. And then I think about the dog running. Like, when Daniel Craig finds that baseball, that's when the dog brings the piece of the broken trellis up to him, just off to the side. And it's not... <laughs> particularly highlighted or anything because the camera is focused on Marta's face and you could like see her emotion happening. You see, Marta's like the heart of the movie. Marta is where we're supposed to relate to the most and be able to see ourselves. She's she's taking us through there and she's arguably the hero but at the same time so is Daniel Craig. Mm -hmm. Which is why I'm so interested to see what happens in Knives Out 2, because I don't think Anna Armas is even well, in this Well, it's like, one. okay, she gets this whole plan set up for her, right? He's like, you'll be fine. I've got it all planned out in these five minutes before I die. And then, he, and then she's out of control the whole movie. Like, she, like, is not, like... She's, she's just trying kinda, to like, maintain a lie. Yeah, she's bad around she literally this whole can't time lie. by these rich people. Yes. She's like, I can't deal with this. Yes, and then the will reveal just fucks it all, just throws it all into high gear. I think... With the zoom onto her face when they re when he reads that and you see what's happening, it's like it's so effective. And then Jamie Lee Curtis turning around and instantly turning from like this supportive, wonderful eldest daughter to you little bitch. Like the <laughs> delivery of yeah. that, the way she turns on the fucking dime. Mm -hmm. Kind of reminds me of like Succession a little bit. Oh, it's very it's a Succession. I think shares a lot of themes here. I with think this. like. I think Shiv has done that before in, like, one of the scenes where she was, like, talking to someone, and then, like, they, like, gave, gave her, like, a piece of bad news, and she was like, I don't know. I think when they were on the boat. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, that's a deep Or any time that Shiv is talking with Tom. Yeah. Where you're, like, where she's, like, where, like, she could change it. Or I think about the difference, the different Toms that you see. You see Tom with Shiv and Tom with Greg. Gosh. Which, who is he more romantically interested in? I wonder. I'm just saying the costume oh designers gosh. say that they dress Greg to match Tom. The costume designers said that oh my in God. the Hunter Harris piece. In what? the Hunter Harris piece. Wow. They said that. 
Succession comes out in October. Get excited. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Too much content. You haven't even seen the newest trailer. You haven't even uh, seen it. Well, anyway. Oh, the rich white folk argue so much, Man, babe. I love it. <laughs> like in this movie, the rich white folk argue. <laughs> Succession, a great show to watch if you are very interested in the rich white folk arguing genre. Which this movie exemplifies. I unfortunately am. <laughs> the only th- okay, the only thing that I don't like about this movie, uh-huh. the whole, the whole kitschy like vomiting when uh, Marta is like lying thing. Like okay. that's such a weird pull. Like who just, thought of that? Someone like, who what was, a weird device. Um, someone who was raised Catholic, obviously. I don't think. Like, I don't think anyone would ever have this kind of disorder. I don't have that specific disorder, but I mean, you know how uncomfortable like that kind of thing can make. Me. Yeah, but you know, it's we literally have this discussion about why I can't watch younger, right? Oh because gosh. the entire thing is based around hiding her real age, which it's Sutton Foster. Yeah. We all know how old no Sutton one, Foster is. No one thinks you're actually twenty five, Sutton. <laughs> You look great, but no one you does. You do look great. Even I five years you. ago or six years ago, whenever Younger started. She, she's a Georgia girl, which is great. Love it. Love it for her. Love it for us. I want to watch more Blonde I Hearts. love that the only people that get famous from Georgia have no Georgia accent, though. Uh, Julia Roberts has a light Southern accent. Mm. Well, she chucked it away a long time ago. <laughs> okay. But don't we all? We never, we never even explained that. We're covering Knives Out because it's kind of an N, because it starts with an N sound. It's a Knives Out. Knives Out. Okay. Can I talk about the camera work in this movie? No. Oh. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's two scenes that, that just stand out to me there's above. There's just two scenes with the, with, in with, this whole re- movie. Regarding the camera work specifically. Okay. I love the scene after the will reading when she when the camera appears to be on a stand... And she is walked out of, and it's a static frame, and she walks out out of the house, onto the stairs, to her car. And then, as the family comes out and starts yelling at her and trying to get her to stop leave, stop leaving, the cameraman picks it up, and, is, and it transitions to a handheld camera that moves around and shows all the chaos of the family descending the steps and everything. And it's just, it's timed perfectly. With the thrombies walking out, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's two. There's a great Dolly Zoom moment in the parlor room scene. Which, which when uh, when Ransom's about to stab her, like... Yeah, but it also, like, like, it, like, follows him while he's oh, trying yes! to stab her. Yes, as she stabs her, the camera is locked on his head, so the angle turns with him. I love that. So it's it looks so almost good. like they're standing against a wall when they're on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's like, every reveal is in this movie is set up so elegantly i feel like mm-hmm. like it feels like every everything that we find out about what's been going on with like all of the thrombies and the relations and everything like all the conversations they had with harlan are contradicting things that came up in the interviews with the cops you know in the interviews hmm yeah like Oh, like they all lied about the various things, like exactly, and and then and then Ryan Johnson's like, well, this is what how it actually happened, and then goes and refutes it. But then there are things, little little t- things that he does where it's like unclear as to what actually happened because of our perception. So, like, I remember, 
So, like, when she's driving out and he's like, before the elephants, after the elephants, be after for the elephants. Or I think about when Fran's saying, you did this. Like, you hear you did this the Mm -hmm. first time. And then, because they say Hugh, he made all help call him Hugh, that's when you finally understand what's happening. Like, Yeah, like, you're you're either saying it from Marta's perspective or Daniel Craig's perspective the whole time. Exactly. And then, and then... As they get more information and receive more clues and understanding, that's when we're able to see it from... Mm -hmm. Like, those flashbacks aren't really flashbacks. It's just what Daniel Craig is piecing together. Except specifically for the ones with the arguments that were happening with with Harlan in his office the day before. And I think those are well executed. I like... And it's also kind of because Marta was hearing that. Or he had talked to her about it. Because... Mm -hmm. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. What? Me too? And, and the uh, the stage prop knife thing. Yes, that was the payoff. Very good. Elegant. Well, because then you're like, well, is the whole thing fake knives? Or is it uh, that one it, specific knife was just fake? And you look at it and you realize not all of them can be fake. No. You know, because yeah. he's got like that big butcher's knife mm-hmm. that I can't go in. And it's, ugh, it's the setup. And I think about the different people who sit in that chair at different times. Every every interviewee is sitting yeah, in that chair. Yeah. So all the knives are pointing at their head specifically. Cool. And I also really like the piano key during the interviews. When Daniel Craig's like push in on when when Benoit Blanc is like push in on something and he presses the piano key and then it prompts Lakeith Stanfield to like push in on that question a little bit. Hmm. It almost feels kind of like a Phoenix Wright thing because you know oh you, can, my gosh. you can you can push your witnesses and and make them like give more of an explanation about stuff. Objection. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of feeling a little peckish. Do you uh, do you want to go to the concession stand? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. We're three friends who went to college together. Hey, Gabe. Did you know that Akira Kurosawa has a writing credit on Star Wars? I didn't know that. Good, because I made it up. I have one. The creator of the Frisbee made his ashes into a commemorative run of Frisbees. I don't believe you. That's 100% real, my dude. Them's the facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. Every other Wednesday. On the Pocket Podcast Network. It is time for an important fashion corner. Perhaps the most important fashion corner... Because I don't know if I can think of anything, any item of clothing that has become as, like, instantly iconic and associated with the movie (laughs) as this one in the movies that we've covered so far. And it is, of course... The sweater. Yes. I remember people, like, looking online for the specific sweater, like, immediately. And, like, Ryan Johnson, like, got his, uh, was, like, found out from his costume designer where she had gotten the sweater. And, wow. like, gave recommendations. Like, I think it was, like, a fisherman sweater company. I was going like, to say, it's just, Ireland. like, a Fair Isle white sweater. But it's beautiful. It's the cable <laughs> knit. And it's, like, distressed, too, in the movie. There's a hole in it. You can see it in the diner scene. Hmm. And, and like... Do you think there's already a lot of Etsy shop shops that carry this? Could I charge people like a hundred dollars to make these? Why don't we Google knives out sweater on Etsy, or, or, or I guess just search it on Etsy? Etsy knives out sweater, cream cable knit wool cardigan, wool cardigan knives out ransom sweater, small to large, already sold. It's a cardigan, so it's not actually the ransom ransom sweater. It's just a cardigan with the with the cable knit pattern on it. 
but it's fine. He has a good scarf, too. Harlan's suit is very good. I really like the way that they dress Harlan before he dies. It's a good suit. I, I don't remember the suit. <laughs> it's a good suit. Huh. Harlan Thromby <laughs> suit. Look at this. Look at this. It's a good fucking suit. With the, with the big yellow tie. Oh. Excellent. Oh, you just mean what he was wearing at the party. Well, yes, the one he was wearing at the party. He, before he... Like, you made it sound like that they decided what outfit he was going to wear for the funeral Okay, but, like, he's wearing the same suit in his portrait is the fun thing. So, like, if you look at the portrait that's hanging with him, with him holding the knife that he killed himself with and one of his books, same suit. Same suit. The, same suit. The attention to detail of this film. It's just incredible i love it it's perfect like i think about the ripped off section of the uh, talk screen report that ransom then scans and sends to her remember like the ripped off section being the section that would have been able to exonerate them yeah oh, yeah it's good stuff <sighs> well if we're still in the fashion corner yes i think the one of like the the one uh, person that stands out is Tony Collette's looks. Yes! <laughs> Very shiny. Yes. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Twitter anymore, so DM me on Instagram. <laughs> it very much the influencer chic. Yeah. But like middle-aged influencer. Uh-huh. Trying to look younger than she. Which, which is built into the character. Yeah. Built into the character. I mean, in conclusion, we love this movie. We really love this movie. It's a good movie. Good puppies in the movie. Yeah. Little cameo from M. Emmett Walsh from like one of the great crime, several of the great crime movies, but especially Blood Simple. You know, playing mm-hmm. the playing the groundskeeper. Oh, good good time. Love this movie. <laughs> okay. Would you like to rate this movie? Yeah. Out of knives. Yeah. You go first. No, you, you go, go first. first. No, I always go first. I need you to go first mm. on this one. All right. I want to uh, hear what your rating is without my influence. <laughs> 4.2 stars. You're insane. How could you give this less than a 4.5? Oh, well, I was going to do... I don't know. I don't think I would have changed 4.75. That. Wow. This is a, one of the best movies in our library. By a lot, even if it is very much of its time. Yeah, but we haven't even gotten hits. to the fish movie. It still hits very hard. I love it very much. And finally, now we can cover 1917 in peace. We've buried the ghost oh, of knives out. Oh no! Listen, we still have to do that one. We do have to do no. 1917. You liked it in the movie theater. <sighs> But this is one of those that I'm not sure it'll I translate as well into the small screen. I don't think so. I think I'm going to be very mean to it. I mean, I like George Mackay's performance. It's good. I'm going to... Am I going to have a lot of feelings when they do Wayfaring Stranger? Like, yeah, absolutely I am. It's a good movie. I'm excited for it. We're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Other shows on the network include... Sorted. <laughs> and... Steampunks is back. Yes, Steampunks, the show, is back. And Pokemakers, and Them's the Facts, just a lot, Green Mountain Mysteries, a lot of good stuff. Check it all out at pocketpodcastnetwork.com.
And the music is by Organ Machines. Yes, it's from their first EP, Parallels. They've got a new single out, or they have had a new single out for about a month now. Yeah, it's not new anymore. Not that new. But it's worth checking fire. Out. It's very good. It is It is called that, right? Yeah, A Fire. A Fire, yes. So check that out on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, wherever you get your music. But until next time, when we will be covering 1917, I promise. <laughs> mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> I'm John. And I'm Bethany. This is home viewing. Don't buy any more DVDs. It's never how you knew it. Nobody looks at it that way but you. We all saw him drowning, but you were the one with the blood on your hands. Sing it, I never saw the Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.